0: Support for This is an Experiment is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. And Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with the exclusive offer for you. That is 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code experiment at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, That's about 8 million balls. The artist's brain is an independent variable. When brought into the everyday world, their senses find meaning in even the most mundane observations. The reaction must only be told by the artist themselves. I'm Loverboy, and this is an experiment. Today's guest hails from Dallas, Texas. He is a drummer, he is a producer, he is a songwriter, and he is one of my closest friends in the whole world. He is part of a band called 19 and You, he's part of a band called The Charm, and he makes some experimental badass music that I hope the world gets to hear pretty soon. Please welcome one of my greatest friends in the whole world, Mr. Liam. Thank you for having me, Brad. Thank you for coming on, dude. I'm glad we, we made this happen. Hell yeah. So... To give everybody a little bit of a backstory, you are in a band called 19 and You. Mm -hmm. You are the drummer, but you also do help with a lot of production. You help with a lot of songwriting. Um, And you're also part of a band that has a few songs out called Mm -hmm. The Charm, Mm -hmm. which is a lot more your baby as far as production goes. Yeah. Um, And then you also make some crazy, badass experimental music. I don't even know if I want to call it experimental. I just... I've never heard somebody else make it, but it has, like, a very indie uh, Mm -hmm. backbone to it. Um, And you're by far one of the best drummers I've ever met. Thank you, bro. You're (laughs) ridiculous. You just played your first show with 19 and You a couple days ago. Your fills were fucking spot on. Thank you, bro. Dude, it was so good. (laughs) It was so much fun. Now everybody knows you, so why don't you give them even more of a background? How did you find yourself in this industry? How did you find yourself drumming? Who the fuck are
1: you? yeah so I'm Liam uh I was born in Texas you know and it was cool because I grew up in like a musical family so that was like like I I just had my first show and like my all my family came out and it was just cool because it reminded me of like growing up like all my family did like band in high school and like band in middle school and like in Texas it's like a pretty huge thing and so like every Friday night, you know, the whole family would be at like football games, watching the marching band and, you know, Um, so I basically just like grew up just performing and like playing drums in like different settings, you know, orchestral jazz. And then, you know, later down the line, you know, I would do church drumming a lot or like whatever. And I moved to Australia, started The Charm, my like one of my bands there and we just like started recording, started writing and then you know i was playing drums like at different churches and doing a bunch of stuff and yeah and then basically 2020 started nineteen you the band and like um we like basically wrote all of the songs in a week in australia for our first cp and then
0: so you were in australia cuz you cam and jack were at school there yeah and then noah who's also in the band he was there because he's Noah and he finds himself all around the world.
1: Yeah. So basically, he came to visit um, <laughs> randomly because he knew Jack. And long story short, we like made our EP. Two months later, COVID hit, released our first song, moved to Australia, or moved back to the States to LA. And then so. Did you move right to LA or did you go back to Texas at all? I moved to Texas probably for like six weeks just to kind of like see my family because yeah. I hadn't seen them a ton. Um, and then, yeah, I drove out to. LA and have been here ever since, two yeah. years and it feels crazy that I've been here for two years. Like I remember when I first met you
0: ages I mean, ago. And that was like right when you got out here, pretty yeah, pretty literally. early on. And you, Jack, um, Cam, Noah, all of you guys became some of my closest friends ridiculously quickly. Yeah, it was crazy. I knew Noah from studio a studio that I used to work at that he mm-hmm. used to work out of Um, and then he rented my bedroom when the studio (laughs) went down. So crazy. And then he brought all of you guys into my life, which, you know, there's, there's friends that you make that will always be an amazing part of your life and an important part. But you know, when you see them and then Mm -hmm. there's friends that you make that they're going to be at your wedding, they're going to, they're going to hold your kids. They're going to be with you for a very long time. And that's how it was with you guys so quickly. It was just this. Unbelievably fast um like family connection.
1: Yeah, like we all met and our walls were just kinda like down, I think. Yeah. Especially during COVID. You know, it was such like a I guess almost lonely experience yeah. where everyone's divided. So where we all met, it was just like, oh like this is just family. Yeah. Like kind of off the bat. It was so crazy.
0: Especially you and I, because we're so we're very similar. Yeah. And we're both like artsy goofy yeah. happy people mm-hmm. who just want to have a good time and yeah and enjoy people <laughs> and it, it just it worked out so perfectly and your guys band so you play drums obviously mm-hmm. you and you produce a bit noah is like i'd say more of the lead producer engineer yeah. he's just he's noah he's crazy yeah
1: noah is a legend like literally it feels weird talking about my friends so highly to People that probably also know him, he's maybe been on the podcast. He has been on the podcast, but like, just like a prodigy, dude. He's as good as it gets. As good as it gets, and he's so hardworking and like and so young
0: and well traveled and cultured. I mean, he lived around the world. Whatever. Yeah. If you want to know more about Noah, Noah too, check out the podcast. <laughs> go listen to his podcast. He's phenomenal. He'll be back on soon. Um Then we have Jackson, who is a, a one take guitar player. Mm-hmm. Like you say, hey, this is maybe possible and he's like oh done yeah um he's so cool
1: (laughs) he'll be sitting just in the studio and play like three hours of like just random stuff kind of just like i'm pretty sure he's actually like not he's like zoned out like he's kind of his mind's trailed off and then just suddenly you'll like hit record and he'll play like the craziest shit you've ever heard (laughs) and be like how did you think of
0: that? Like it, it literally makes the
1: song what it is.
0: And he'll say, he'll say two sentences in a conversation, and they're the two funniest things yeah. that were said the whole conversation. Yeah. He's like so perfectly timed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have Cam, who just two days ago proved himself to be a fucking iconic frontman. Literally iconic. Yeah. Um, I mean, he proved that over the past two years, but this was like that's when that's when he gets to show. I'm not fucking around, and oh and, yeah, dude, he did so well. I mean, it, you guys played what I would consider to be a top show for most people. It was your first show. Thank you so much, bro. It was so crazy. And at, at the end of the show, his management and a fan teamed up, and they made these little hearts that said "19" and you. Yeah. That they had no idea uh, about. Um, they weren't in the bottom of like the the venue part until they played, and everybody held them up. And I just watched you all of your faces, and it, it, it was, it, dude, it was amazing. It was
1: amazing, and like. Basically our band's called 19U and we mm-hmm. when we started writing back in like January 2020 we made a song called 19U. We we honestly were not like going to be a band like we kind of just were writing these songs. And so the fact that they like basically the song is about, you know, just like life transitions and like it kind of just after going through breakups we all were like just in a different spot and it it's the song that basically st- named us you know what i mean yeah. so it it was just like we didn't realize at that point but you know our life was about to go through crazy transitions that we could never really think of with covid and moving back to the states and like basically starting a band at that point and, and you guys found full circle kind of vibes you,
0: you know guys what I mean? found some success and this you've and, and found some friction really quick and you know it was very deserved first of all second of all thank you Piece by piece, all of you guys separately had your experience behind you. So it's not... And I think that's what's, what people forget sometimes. Normally when you see a band get there really quickly, it's because it's however many people are in the band who already had this prior experience. They've already fucked up. They've already succeeded. They've mm-hmm. already had all these experiences. Yeah. They've, they've already written the first chapter of their guidebook to the industry. And by the time you guys all got put together, you all knew your place. As far as hey, I know I'm the best drummer in the group, I know I'm not the guitar player, mm-hmm. and like knowing your place in the group and understanding how you can be helpful and where to step back is is a huge part of it,
1: yeah, it's crazy because we're all so different, but it it's like we each have kind of i don't know, I mean just the parts make the whole, yeah, and like we kind of work i guess work together
0: and fill our own roles kind of i don't know it's just cool, yeah, if you were telling a kid who wanted to be in a band. Because I think that's the direction the world's going back to. I think I think people are really realizing how how amazing the synergy is between people playing an instrument together on stage and creating this one thing. What would you tell a kid who wants to be in your place and maybe does want to go make a band with their friends? Like, mm-hmm. like it's it's not always easy. It's yeah. not always it's not always great, but it's all it also has these benefits that you won't get from being a solo artist.
1: Yeah, I think. I think it's like you know, if you're around people that are doing something and inspiring you to do it as well, you're gonna for at least in my opinion you're gonna succeed yeah. every time. But and so like being in a band, you know, if I'm having like a down month where I'm like, dang, I don't want to work, I don't want to do TikTok quality or, like, content making or whatever, or like make post Instagram, or, like, I'm just checked out, like, I got other shit in my life I gotta do, like, yeah. I have people that are, like, hey, let's stay focused, like, let's kind of, like, be on track, and I think, like, I could look at literally any phase of my life, anytime I was the most creative, I was in a setting similar to that, I had people around me that were, you know, if I, like, lost focus, they're still... There to remind me, or or we have a deadline, or we're working together, or like there's more skin in the game when you're like working with other people. If you're on your own, you like it's way
0: harder, in my opinion. It's easier to fuck off though because you don't have people who are gonna who you are responsible for. You know, like you are just as responsible for the three of them succeeding as they are for themselves at this point because you guys are there together, Mm -hmm. and I think. I think the human connection, having having that connection with other people, in all different facets of your life, is a necessary part of becoming a creative or being or, or, or being a sustainable creative, sustaining yeah. a career. You may be great at something, but if you can't get up every day and make more, then it's going to be really tough to keep going. And yeah, you know, you you're very lucky. You have your girlfriend Danny, who mm-hmm. is also part of this family of ours. <laughs> like she's incredible, and mm-hmm. she's just as creative in in a whole different but also similar way like you guys have so much that overlaps but Mm -hmm. so much that that is necessary to have both sides of the yin and the yang um and you got the boys and you got all these people that will not let you not do your best Mm -hmm. you know they're going to keep you accountable and you're going to keep them accountable um and i just think it's a it's a really big thing for people to realize if you need all the pieces if you if you're not all of them go find all the rest of the pieces and put together something that, that becomes the, this perfect puzzle.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, exact. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say after that. Cause you're right. Like that's it.
0: So this season is about balancing being a creative mm-hmm. and, and being a constant thinker and balancing that with being a business person, a businessman, a businesswoman, a, um, a person whose job it is to move forward outside of the creative part of it you know whether that's getting your team together mm-hmm. whether that's being the team until you have one whether that's making the decision to give some of the responsibility to somebody else who can do it better like i've done with brandon i mean he's he's my band now you know yeah. we are we are this podcast and and a lot of that comes from watching you guys and and understanding how powerful it is to have something bigger than just yourself mm-hmm. Um, I completely forgot where I was going with this. (laughs) But, what, I completely forgot what I was saying. I guess that happens sometimes. Maybe how to juxtapose the business part of it. Yes, that's what I was saying. How to find a union. (laughs) Brad's got a... Shout out Brandon. Shout out Brandon. So, how would you, how do you go about being such an, an individual and a creative and also knowing when to not turn it off, but lessen that and bring up the business side of it. How did, how do you go about that?
1: I, I think literally all everything at the end of the day, it all goes down to ego. Like, I mean, like we, we moved here and we're, we're working with like a pretty, a lot of people, you know what I mean? We have like management we have like just different, a lot of different people kind of speaking into what we're doing And we have a lot of people doing different roles and working on something to build it from the ground up, which is like crazy fortunate. And like there's definitely times where I've noticed like, you know, there's fights or like maybe disagreements, all this jazz. And I I think at the end of the day, what I've noticed as an artist and as someone that has to work as part of a whole, you know, I mean, the the thing that will always kind of trip you up is the ego. Because like, if you're... I, I just think about like if you're a kid and you're sitting looking at a TV and you're watching, you know, your favorite band and that's like just blows your mind. You're like, this is the coolest thing in the world. You're probably going to like you grow up wanting to be that. And then so when you're like later, you're sitting in this place and you're not that, but you're like, I know I could be like, I have all these skills. I have all these things. I don't know. I think it it it's a culture that really does kind of create. Could create ego problems, and I think at the end of the day, I don't know. Yeah, you get what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, so I guess just learning how to check yourself and mm-hmm. understanding, hey, yes, I am a creative. Yes, I am this. Yes, I'm that. And there's a place for it. Yeah. Um. But there's sometimes when I also have to understand that I'm not the greatest in the room. Yeah. That there are somebody who can do what I'm doing better. Mm-hmm. Um. And put yourself in those situations, and I think that really works for both being a creative and a and a a business person 100 percent there's times when you know you need to give a little to take a little yeah and there's a lot of shitty deals out there but there's a lot of deals too where part of it is you have to give your end of the bargain so they will give theirs yeah
1: um i think i think it's like in a lot of ways if you're not willing to kind of work with other people you're shooting yourself in the foot absolutely like because I think the music industry is just built on collaboration. Like Mm -hmm. any artist that is successful is like it has hundreds of collaborators, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, And so it's kind of like, you you really do have to, the the only way to work with people is by being super aware of your ego and like understanding, like maybe there's like truth to a thought you're having or like maybe an argument, but like, Putting yourself aside, trying to see everyone as they are, seeing everyone's hustle, recognizing that, like, you know, people are are hustling, but also knowing your worth at the same time. Absolutely. It's like you just have to be aware of both constantly with everyone you meet. Yeah. Because, you know, this person could add something to your project that you would never expect. I don't know. You know what I mean? And that could benefit their life as well. But if you're, like, too good for them. Trust me. I live for the
0: experiment. But there is one place in my life that I don't want to be an experiment. And that's when trimming my balls. Luckily the Performance 4.0 package is here. Inside this package you will find the Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Trimmer, the Crop Reserver Ball Deodorant, the Crop Reviver Toner, the Performance Boxer Briefs, and a new travel bag to hold all of your new favorite things. I needed the Lawnmower 4.0 so much more than I ever realized. This thing has a ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents, all thanks to their advanced skin safe technology, a flashlight so I can actually see where I'm trimming, and not only that, but this thing's waterproof so I can trim just about anywhere. I love this thing and I love the whole 4.0 package from the lawnmower, the weed whacker, the crop preserver, the crop reviver, and all the free gifts they threw in. Trust me, fellas, your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code EXPERIMENT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code EXPERIMENT at manscaped.com. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. So I talked about, in a different episode, the dichotomy of being a musician and, and is it more useful to walk in confident and and talented or is it more useful to walk in Uh, quiet and and talented, you know? You have the Kanye Wests and Mm -hmm. a lot of his career, I mean, he's got the the talent to back him up, but a lot of his career is this this ego that he uses to propel him. Mm -hmm. And then you have these artists who walk in the room who are as good as it gets but won't say a word and they're just nervous the whole time. And, like, the line is not drawn between them based on talent. Mm -hmm. It's so all over the board. Do you think one is more important to the other, or or do you think there's a certain amount that you you know? Where is the balance? Is it fifty fifty? Is it yeah? Is it more? Is it less? I don't know. I guess it's probably
1: just different for everyone. At the end of the day, you know, there's going to be some kid that just has the craziest ego, and he's going to get a ton of clout, and like, you know, what I mean, whatever. I'm not saying Kanye's a crazy kid. I'm just saying. You know, maybe a crazy that kid. He, he was a crazy kid. He also worked his ass off and Absolutely. like got himself in every room. And like if he in a way, like he believed in himself so much, which I guess you could see that as ego. But on the other side of that, like I think the true ego would be doing nothing. Like if he built his career, like mm. kind of from the ground up. And in, in my mind, I'm like, if he thought he was so great, he wouldn't he wouldn't hustle. That's like interesting, you know what I mean? Like, absolutely, he would kind of do nothing because, like, Cause he it, oh, if he's I'm so there. if I'm so great, it's just gonna come to me. So, I, I I guess like in my mind, wow,
0: I've never thought about it like that. That's a crazy way to go about it, like incredible way because it really puts into perspective what is confidence and what is ego. Because you're right, if he. You know, part of it is this confidence where he believes that he can make it. Therefore, he's going to go tell everybody he can. But also, if he if he was so confident, so overly uh, involved in his ego, then yeah, maybe he wouldn't have made moves because he expected that people will move towards him no matter what. That is so interesting. Yeah. So maybe he does have this self doubt in the back of his head. He's just not willing to say it out loud.
1: Yeah. Or maybe he just grew up in a culture. Or I, I don't really, I, honestly, I can't speak on. Yeah, his early life but maybe he just learned to work hard and I don't know and that, that was just like a core part of who he is I don't know
0: yeah that's so interesting and I've never thought about it like that and I think the perspective I had on it now I look at it as is non you know it is not correct because I think for so long I looked at it as this outward confidence that was so intense that nothing could deny him but now i see it as somebody who's scared that they might not get something that they deserve mm-hmm. and they're willing to go figure out and do anything they can to make it happen and work for it that's so that's incredible i've never thought about it like that and i think that's that's why i do this because you can't be right on every situation you can't understand everything and and I've thought about this question a lot and I've talked to a lot of people about it and I've had such a sure answer the whole time and everything just changed. And that's so crazy and that's why I love this is because you get the opportunity to hear perspective from people who have seen a different part of life, who do understand themselves differently than you do. It's incredible. I <laughs> I love the way you think about that and I think I really hope people, people hear that because, uh, yeah, that's phenomenal.
1: Thank you. The only reason I have that thought is because i i'm like you know i'm like super adhd i don't necessarily always sit down and like make stuff happen and i was like that's an ego problem like if i'm if i want a career in music like it's just literal fact that you have to work really hard or have rich parents so it's like like if you're you're not being realistic if yeah if that's what it is and that's ego at the end of the day so and but now recently, I feel like I've just been got, you know, been making a lot of stuff, even just that I don't post or whatever. And it's like yeah, you reignited the fire that. Yeah. Like, that's what you have to do. You have to.
0: Yeah. And I think no matter where you come from, background or not, you could have a very wealthy family. And at the end of the day, then it comes down to this, this ego thing where you understand my family could help me and don't not take help. Help is always great. Mm-hmm. But don't let it overpower the work. And, and if you can work harder than the amount of help you're getting, that's great. Get You know, use your resources. People, people deserve to use what's around them. But also understand that if you want to accept the fact that you made it happen, at the end of the day, with all the help in the world, won't overpower the amount of hard work that it's going to take. Yeah, definitely.
1: No hate against, uh, I just want to make a PSA, no hate against people with rich parents. <laughs> More just saying, you know, someone, a parent who grew up in the music industry and has a kid is definitely going to have an easier shot than someone with the same amount of talent 100% in well, Minnesota and that's something.
0: even like if your dad's a banker and yeah, you want exactly. to be a banker oh, he's going to have the connections right yeah and all that um and one day if your kid if you have kids and they want to make music guess what they're going to have a rich parent who's <laughs> who's high literally, up in the yeah. industry hopefully yeah well, i know it <laughs> well dude I love you more than anything love in the world. I love you too, bro. I'm so happy you came on and, and that we got to do this. And you really just changed so much of my perspective. And I needed that. I appreciate that so much. And I appreciate the way you think and the way you go about things. It's, it's, uh, it's something that I look up to big time. Thank you, man. I love you, dude. Love um, you, bro. Go stream 19 and you. Go stream the go stream charm. 19 and you. Go stream the charm. You guys got your new EP out? Yeah. We just
1: re- released our EP. About a week ago. It's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. Go check out 19U. Go check out Liam. Order Manscaped. Order Manscaped. (laughs) (laughs) And to everybody listening, I am
1: Liam and this is an experiment. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you, brother. I love you. Love you, bro. (laughs) The
0: experience is the experiment.